0: For this Thursday, September 14th, 2023, we have finished watching the third episode of Star Trek Lower Decks, fourth season, titled In the Cradle of Vexilon. But we're just getting started here on Live Long and Podcast for a live stream here on Facebook, YouTube, and on Twitch, or you might be listening to us on the audio version. Uh, I'm Dave Mader, and I'm joined uh, with a great crew here to help break down this episode. Starting first, we got Davin Skelhorn, along with my goddaughter, Ursula, as she is... uh, She's looking for a soother, I believe. Yes, yes, yes. She he, can
1: find it, but that's like it's never good enough. <laughs> well, you know, it's a, they're hard to please,
0: um, and it doesn't get better. All right, um, this, this episode
1: pleases though.
0: It does please. It does. And joining us uh, once again, we have Chris, the world mind Murphy. Um, well, we hello,
2: Starfleet Academy's finest over there with Davin, and is you know, so, yes, uh, she, she's a sight to behold. Um, a young
0: cadet there um, joining us uh and, a, and
1: yes. She's a first grade screamer. <laughs>
0: That's for sure. Nice. And we're here to talk about uh the third episode. Last week we had a double header because two episodes uh came out the same day. This one just just one, the third episode. Um and so it kind of felt like a second week. Uh because it was a second week, a second episode, I guess I mean more. Um, but it was actually the third. So um mm-hmm. and it involved AI. It involved um them dealing with their new promotions. Uh, what else was the big things in this episode? Uh, Mariner wasn't
1: some... even in this episode, was she? A whole lot she of was, chips, but scanning. not. Mm. Yeah,
0: she was scanning chips. I would say this was a pretty Boimler focused episode, but uh, you, you could. But uh, they all had a little bit of something to do. Um... Oh, hey. baby's right. gone. Yeah,
1: right. right. bye, baby. Teleported.
0: Pass the basketball. Yeah, there you go. yeah, so... pretty much. <laughs> all right. Well, yeah, guys. Um, Davin, what did you think of the episode?
1: I love this episode. Give me more Tolin. She this is the most Talin we've gotten so far, and uh, a good everything she Talin. says is gold.
0: Yes, the mortality of lieutenants junior grade seemed, on their first mission seems to be accurate, according to Talin. <laughs>
1: Um I,
2: I everything I, everywhere is science. I believe that was the line. That yeah. was the
1: best line ever. It's like she's everything like, everything ever, is science. Yeah. yeah, everything ever ever that ever happened is science is science
0: stuff. The science stuff. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. Cool. That's the way
1: we look at it over in the science division.
0: I've lived long about. Yes, of course. Yeah. It's, all, it's all scientific. Um, Chris, uh, what was your uh, feelings on this episode? Uh, you know, in the bigger, smaller, um, lower decks.
2: I was I was enjoying it. I was having a good time. Um, yeah, I, I enjoyed the the Tolin factor and Boimler just sort of trying to overcome his his uh, command jitters, if you will. Um, getting to introduce the ensigns and stuff like that. I, and the the jokes on that portion were pretty funny. Um, and I, I, I guess I enjoyed the, um, I guess you could say, Star Trek IT uh, of the A storyline between with Captain and Ransom. The pirate the right. Ransom was uh, admiring art, <laughs> and he was just, like, just shapeless. <laughs> like it was, That had me rolling. Uh,
0: he's like, there's no balance, no focus here on the sculptures. Yeah, there was yeah. a couple lines in there. Um, Boimler dies, guys, in this episode.
2: Uh, yeah, huge. I was like, whoa. And then we get the koala. And- uh, no, he doesn't die.
1: He almost dies.
0: Well, it's his first death. Near-death experience, at least. Yeah,
1: first first near-death experience, yeah.
0: Yeah, there's something weird. we got to talk about that scene, and that there's something bigger <laughs> being said there. Uh, but, of course, we also got uh, references to one of my favorite Star Trek episodes, Move Along Home, uh, in the Moraine Oh! uh we've got a comment here live um uh, or hi from the night shift podcast our new friends over at the star trek night shift podcast i, I believe merrick was going to join us tonight and i was gonna to get to talk to him but i think something came up for him and he couldn't attend
1: yeah he's reviewing it over on the night shift oh is he <laughs> yeah well, well, he he he's like oh yeah we re- we review those things too
0: I was like, oh, oh, okay <laughs> so he's got someone better to be okay i see how it is. i guess so i guess we're competing don't uh, I, I should promote a show. <laughs>
2: Classic like, night head. shift. You
1: know what? Their they may be delta shift. <laughs> are
2: they delta uh, shift. Are you, are you guys what, delta shift? shift. It's it's a watch party. It's not it's a it's not a review. They're they're just having some fun watching it with the friends. So it, it's oh, a so they watch, watch, watch it live? Like is that their thing? Uh, they watch yeah. it on Discord. That 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 you know that
0: archaic uh, platform that doesn't have any user friendly. Um,
2: functions and all the, the users can that that yes that I uh, you know it's like trying to teach these gentlemen how to make fire with a stick you know it's the quest for discord over here on, on I know
0: how to all use this. it it's just it's no better than ICQ or anything else that ever existed it's like it's like nothing um, it's the same thing as our Facebook or any of them it's there's just there's merit to it
2: if you will if uh, you guys
1: are Delta shift you should tell us now. Because <laughs> four shift rotations are an abomination, and I'll say
0: it. Right we should right be now. Start streaming from Starbrace 80, he says. Uh oh, not that place. That's <laughs> he has a place, on. a hellhole. Whoa,
2: whoa.
0: And Damon saying hello from the na- Oh, All our friends over the night shift. Where are you, night shift people? Come here.
1: <laughs> Merrick is the link.
0: <laughs> appreciate you dropping by. Uh, Sam here with our longtime fan, Sam, asking if I have a Godfather impression in the Nation. I don't think so. I don't think I do a Brando.
2: Uh, I can
1: do I can do a Luca Brassi. Luca Luca Brassi? thank you for inviting me yeah. on the day of your daughter's wedding Absolutely. that's my Luca Brassi.
0: well i was that was impressive. I nearly thought I was there uh, thank so you. okay well thank guys let let's jump through the screenshots just remind ourselves what happened in this episode and uh, and see if we can uh, remember anything else that maybe we've we've missed over but we all it seems like we're all pretty positive although I don't think it sounds like none of us are blown away either. Um, so um, th- there was no teaser for this uh, episode. This episode just starts on the credits um, and then goes right into the title card. And we- we're at this planet. Gotta um... love title
1: cards. We're Bring back,
2: man.
0: Yeah. Uh it's a, a, so we got a captain's log to start this episode they're at the world of Karazonia, an artificial megastructure in a bespoke spa- star system designed by a long extinct alien species there's a big ring that lives around this thing a big like artificial environment um uh and also it has a known big comp- halo
2: with Master Chief and uh Cortana the his, his uh super intelligence. like there's the, the parallels here were very apparent for anyone that's ever played halo they'll, they'll see it
0: i've never played halo but uh good to know that there's this is not the first time in science fiction that this has appeared although i wouldn't imagine it would be um so not a planet it's idea. it's like an artificial thing it's right. almost like a dyson sphere it's like it's like a it's like a dyson disc almost it's, it's, a, halo. Like, it's a halo um and so the Cerritos is there trying to help with this computer, which is benevolent. It's, an, it's a big AI, you know. So, Davin, they're not all evil. Um, they all
1: say they're benevolent.
0: <laughs> well, until they go bad. Um, but so and they it glitch
1: run... and they shut down and they do whatever they damn well please is what they do.
0: And that's kind of what happened in the episode a little bit, too. Yeah, exactly. A good big Captain Freeman was there with her uh, minor in um, uh, archaic technologies or whatever it was. <laughs> Um yeah so the the planet has a weather control system. everyone here is pretty um uh, lives a pretty good life because the computer the weather control- the Vexilon is the name of it um hence the name of the episode. it runs the weather controls and it keeps them all happy and they it's almost like they're worshipped here um and you know provide for all their, their, their art needs
2: lifestyles and she's so stressed out that she had to make these terrible statues. She's like, oh did you make these terrible
0: looking statues did they no actually those are or they look exactly like the other ones. It's like if you look at the two sides, they're the exact same statues. Um, but one one is called uh, the one is the work of the masters, and one is the ugly <laughs> ones. These
2: are these are ancient pieces of our history. They're ten thousand years old.
0: Yeah, go way back. Ransom not impressed, and apparently he's a bit of an art buff, guys. As, mm-hmm. as, as in addition to just being buff. Well, what's more artistic than a rock hard bod Exactly. You know he doesn't go for yeah. it it lacks lacks balance he says and uh vision or something
2: yes that's uh, a, yeah
0: and then we had uh, so uh mo- so basically the the, the main the, this one storyline is mostly going to focus on freeman and uh ransom and eventually billups is going to join them here in this structure with Vexilon. um Vexilon makes them some iced tea but then it burns uh ransom's hand because it's malfunctioning <laughs> um <laughs> oh that's hot
2: Damn it! Uh, he's like, oh, yeah, damn
0: it! Uh, I screwed it up again. Right. And Vexelon's personality tw- quirk is that he's very self-deprecating. Uh, very, gets pressed <laughs> easily. No He'll confidence. hot. Yeah. Oh, I'm so stupid. You know, he always like gets so mad st- at himself. I'm the worst. I'm the worst <laughs> big master AI there ever was.
2: But you're not the worst,
0: Vexelon. Um, anyway, so Freeman volunteers to help because this is something she considers herself an expert in. Although. It would be much more practical for Billups to do this, or any of the engineering <laughs> team. But whatever. he shows up eventually. He shows up. She sh- he shows up when she calls him when she's kind of in over her head. Um, yeah, it's, it's like it's like
2: it's like you know when basically your, your parent figure that just, uh, just doesn't understand computers is like, no, I can I can disable this virus. I got this, and then you just get a blue screen left. It's and that's like, when
0: I call Jody when I think I when I know I'm in over my head. So <laughs> Yeah. Uh.
2: Jody just looks uh, uh, at us disappointingly.
0: This episode, written by Ben Waller and directed by Brandon Williams. Uh, and then, okay, and then we all head over to um, the other storyline, which is Boimler commanding his first mission, a newly promoted junior lieutenant grade, uh, kind of talking to himself, getting himself his little uh, pep talk in the corner until Talin interrupts him. Uh, she says, "Is your pre, is your little talk to yourself ritual over now? Are you ready to start <laughs> is with confidence the
2: ritual over
0: <laughs> your confidence ritual? That's right, yeah. uh, that your was confidence a funny one. ritual. Uh, and there's we see a few ensigns here. Um, I can't remember all their names right now, but there's a one of them's a Ferasin, I think. Um uh,
1: of there's a Zincathy, right? No, uh, what are they called? Uh, da, 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 da. The cat guy? Yeah, I
2: thought they're called Cations, aren't they?"
1: No, well, they're, they're, a, they're an offshoot of the Cations, These ones, the Faracens. Oh, is that, are they uh,
2: called
0: the Faracens? Okay, I believe so. Um, they're like there's kind of like their cousin race. It's kind of like the Balkans. Yeah, they're, the from the, Ro- they're from Moroccans. the they're
1: uh, from the the slaver weapon
0: episode of TAS. Yeah, I think he's a Faracen because he's got like the fangs and uh, the ears are a little different um, than a standard Kaisian. But and then uh, I can't remember the guy who was like the fish man there, and. <laughs> Than the other one so they're all ensigns and so boimler it's, it's he's the other
2: ones from the scum of all earth australia oh, oh, oh. <laughs> um, scum oh um i villainy from down there skin villainy yeah
0: so boimler is is trying to he wants Kizinti, to be a good yes boss.
1: thank you jeremy Cogfield. that's the one i was looking for he's Kazinti. he's kazinti yeah that's a kazinti not they're a the cat people yeah
0: they're, they're the cat people i guess there are at least three cat species then
1: yeah there were there were yeah, there were the Cations, yeah. and they split off into the Kazinti and the Ferrousins as well.
0: Right in the in Star Trek Online, you can play as a Ferassin, but in mm-hmm. but only in the Klingon faction. Um, and then the Cations are in the Federation faction. Um, so anyway, um, he's 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 determined to do it all himself here. Uh, a lot of this is him playing off of Talin. I think I liked Boimler in Talin. You know, versus like Boimler in one of the other lower deckers. Uh, this was a good dynamic. I think she's yeah, they're a good team. I really like the way you because Vulcans can be very funny, and you can use Vulcan because they're the ultimate straight man, right? Like so, the way if you just write it properly, it comes off amazing. It's kind of mm-hmm. like it's kind of like funny that they didn't include a character like Talin from the beginning, you know. But now that she's yeah. here, she's she's a welcome uh, addition. So anyway, Boimler starts handing out his little assignments, which involve taking these. These things out of the machine, but they could blow up or something. At a we ninety degree angle, not, 80. do 90, 90, not eighty-eight.
2: Yeah, yeah no. in oh, fact, wait. it's just better if Bormler shows you himself.
0: Better if he shows himself. We'll come back to that. So back on the Cerritos, uh, the storyline we have for like Tendy and uh, Rutherford and and Mariner is they're kind of going along now that they're lieutenant junior grade. They have access to this room. Um, what was the name of the room again? Um, oh,
2: like it was the the. Um, it was like the lost artifacts room or something to that degree it, it was
0: uh the benefits the anomaly storage room it's called right. so yeah we it's see one we,
1: of those vulcan uh ritual
0: yeah rooms. that's uh alert alerta that's the yeah. um, the that robot that erased your Hura's memory Is um that, like
2: beam thing in the top corner there
0: right you got the we got a battle left in one shot we, there's different easter eggs in this in this uh room Uh, including, uh, what, well, of course, (laughs) what is uh, (laughs) the move-along home prop? Alamoraine! Yeah, Uh, that also happens to be here from the Wadi. I'm also a fan of Alamoraine. It's just, like, it's a lot of fun, uh, Juni, and um, we actually, we did it as a Star Trek radio theater way early, and I think it's like our third or fourth episode, um, which we were like, it's so silly, let's just do it, and we had a lot of fun doing that. Kevin played Wadi, the guy goes (laughs) Alamoraine. It was good. Um... You start and, on the second shaft Yeah, only children start on the first <laughs> Yeah, Some good stuff <laughs> in that episode. Uh, in the room, we we get a, a Betasoid gift box, which we had seen in Star Trek The Next Generation. This annoying... Played by Armin Shimmerman. Armin Shimmerman say, did this voice? Yeah. yeah. He was no, I don't know if he, uh, if in he the original the list, one. The original. Yeah. But he didn't do this one. Okay.
2: No. no. I actually um, thought this was Boimler for a minute
0: maybe because it says unidentified voice actor for the, for the betasoid gift box. So it could have been, could have been, um, uh, Jack Quaid. Um, anyway, they're like, it's not, a, we're told it's not sentient. It's just like a, this annoying parent thing that kind of repeats phrases it hears. Um, but also he swears other things. And she's like, Oh, I didn't know Anna came in here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was, it was <laughs> just, just, uh, so they get called to the, um, Whatever this room is called, the room with all the isolinear chips, uh, the computer mm-hmm. core maybe. Um, and so this guy who's who, who we've seen before, he's a lute- he's a full lieutenant, not a lieutenant junior grade. His name is Dirk, and uh, I think he's the guy in the pilot episode. Who goes keep moving, lower decks. You know, I think he, I'm pretty sure he was the guy who met Candy oh, yeah. off in the in the first episode. Yeah. Uh, he gives them this assignment that they have to go through and scan every isolinear chip in the room one by one, and there's thousands of them. Um, and uh, just to see if one is broken to see if one is broken because you know <laughs> <laughs> this is a like are we being hazed is this hazing is this hazing yeah. like this seems like ensign work not lieutenant junior grade work uh um, like
1: no no a lieutenant would never hate us or haze but, us and he's just like yeah because they're like too virtuous She's like no because they're too lame like, yeah. full <laughs> lieutenants are way too lame to do something like that uh, they're, t- t- they're not they're not no yeah
0: <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, so they, they get put on this assignment. Dirk, Dirk yeah, leaves them to it. And it's, it's very tedious work, of course. Yeah, they think they're getting hazed. Back on the planet, uh, Captain Freeman trying to fix um, Vexelon <laughs> and uh, get things going. But things start going awry um and uh there's just a, a second
1: rate landrew if you ask me
0: a second rate landrew yeah uh the weather system starts malfunctioning and we see that the planet starts going haywire there's snow there's places there's lightning there's different things uh the you know boimler and his team are kind of just seeing the results of this where
2: they are um clouds turning into ice cubes and just falling from the sky falling up from
0: the sky yeah better <laughs> stay indoors uh, yeah, and so they start trying to pull these things out, and this is where Boimler's like, no, "No, no, that's not how you do it. And any boss that can't train somebody to do something or trust somebody to do something is not worth their salt. So you know this is kind of what the point of this whole episode is is that Boimler has you know being a leader and being a boss isn't is being able to delegate and uh, not. Always... <laughs> he's just
1: been so rattled by Tallinn. he's just like she's just like you know it's almost certain you're gonna lose a member of your crew on this mission.
2: Yeah, they're either going to die to just or say,
1: be dismembered. Statistics
2: yeah, say or, that she keeps, She repeats
1: that. Yes, or dismembered,
0: or, or dismemberment, dismembered. <laughs> yeah, or like,
1: dismemberment.
0: Yeah, she's like, oh, death or dismemberment. You might just get dismembered. <laughs> <laughs> she's always so matter of fact about it. Uh, no, it's a good. It's 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 a it's a different energy than like Boimler and Mariner, right? Uh, so mm. it's 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 good. Um, You know, so he starts doing himself, trying to show them. starts doing it with his teeth, I think, at one point. Yeah, there we go. Like she's the
1: least insane person on the cerritos She was such a needed character. Like the rest of them, the the The... senior officers and everything, they're all insane, pretty much. (laughs) Talin's just like this kind of like straight laced officer, like because she's a Vulcan, so they needed her. She's gonna. Change this ship dramatically.
0: I guess Billups is the least insane one, but he has other personal issues, so it's he's like... Just, he's from a crazy planet. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah.
2: he he's got some issues
1: too. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, but the a rest good of... engineer, though.
1: And like yeah, an engineer yeah. nerd. Like, he knows all about this second-rate Landry.
0: Well, we'll talk about him and and his pet mm. ferret, Lancelot, who comes into play in this episode. Um Back on the Cerritos, the uh, you know Tendy and them are trying to scan all these chips, and then we see the the ferret come out of the of the um, the, the the chips that they're they're going. This its name is Lancelot, because we know Lancelot. that um, Billups is from the you know from the his, his real name is Andorithio, or his first name is Andorithio, and he's <laughs> uh he's intending you know he's from a planet of Renaissance fair people, and he named his per- ferret Lancelot, so he still has some reverence for his culture, even though he he joined Starfleet and gave up the throne. Because he doesn't want to have sex. Because then if he has sex, he'll never be able to give up the throne or something. So um, <laughs> Maybe that's why
1: Boimler never like uh, ends up getting with those ladies on his grape farm that are always trying to get with him.
0: We're going to ask what the cat's name is there, Murphy.
2: Oh, that would be Talia. Talia. Talia al Uh, n- Yes, actually. There you go. Um,
0: Nerds nerds batman <laughs> nerds. nerds anyway so uh, kind. so after they finished the scan kind. they think they've, they're they done scanning all the isolator chips dirk shows up and he's like oh but you didn't look behind the second the second layer and they open just this button the secret button and then the, like the other layer opens up of more chips he's like why would you tell us about the secret the, the second layer he's like i thought that the the hidden button would be the g- dead giveaway you know
2: the secret yeah, the hidden hidden button, button was obvious yeah yeah, got
0: two more, right? And then the ferret gets out. Uh, Lancelot, and Dirk chases after that, and then the force field goes up. Like, they get locked in this room for a bit. Well, uh, oh, yeah, this is when the heat's up, right? Because they now that now they have to use the tongs to take yeah. out the chips because they could burn the them. Second
2: layer, yeah. Yeah. right? The tongs make it twice as hard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. He,
0: uh, B- B- Rutherford gets burned on the hand at one point here too. Um. And then yeah, we see the the ferret going awry there. Who she calls
1: uh, Ruthie for the first time.
0: Ruthie yeah, that's yeah. a new one. Um, yeah, b- back on back on. I keep saying the, it's a plant, the planet, but it's not a planet. It's, it's, a, ring. it's a halo. It's a ring system. <laughs> yeah, um, and so the weather system's yeah. going crazy. It's like going hot, cold, night, day, snow, clouds, different things. Uh, Captain Freeman trying to get it going. She thinks she succeeds at one point, just to see that the whole system then crashes and has some kind of hard reboot. Uh, so she, this is when she calls down Billups when she's like, "Okay, Billups, I need your help." And he comes down, but he's all depressed because Lancelot. You can't find Lancelot, and he's missing it's on the been ship. A rough week. <laughs> yeah. Rough week there for Lent, for for Billups, Uh but um Freeman puts him to help. And then he starts saying, Oh, like an evil computer like Landrew or he compares him to a few others. Like, is he malfunctioning? Um and, and, is he like Agamas oh, or, or any Vexalan. of those? And the the natives uh get a little um uh, defensive of their they love their Vexelon. Like,
1: we know like, no, we love Vexelon, he's great. They're like, well. It's yeah. funny, it's just like it's sort of like a knock at a cell phone. It's just like You just need to upgrade its operating system like your phone does every like two months. Right. So.
0: Yeah, I think, well, you're probably right about that. I, um, and so, yeah, Billups starts helping out here. They Did start you try jiggling the power source? Yeah. Like the lightning happens. Yeah, you got jiggle things. They think that they got the code rebooted here, but then it starts to go bad again. And I think it goes back to factory settings or something. Yeah,
2: factory settings. uh, Genesis one program initiating, I believe. So it just starts like reformatting the whole Halo. Right. Yeah. It
0: goes goes here, and then and then then it it, it's not just the weather's going um, wonky here. It starts actually like becoming destructive. We see like there's even magma coming out, lava coming out of the below. and I believe Boim- it's pronounced "liquid hot, hot magma." Magma,
2: liquid hot magma. Yeah,
0: exactly. Uh, Boimler is narrowly defeat, uh, avoiding death because he's making sure everyone stays inside the structure while he puts himself at risk. Uh, and they want to help, but he won't let them. Uh, they're like, "Why don't you get us to pull those things over?" Oh, I got it all, you know. So Boimler going here, and then I think eventually Talin says, "You need to stop this. This is getting nuts." <laughs> like,
2: we're I mean, gonna
0: die. A... yeah we're all we're all going to die um oh i think um does yeah freeman calls uh Boimler at one point here. Or maybe two points in the episode and says, Can you do this or change something around and work she's, on this?
2: She specifically said she's like, uh, I found in this old I found in this old scroll in a dusty drawer that you actually need to put all the batteries back and turn this on. We need to do a backup reboot. And because
0: he was taking the batteries out, and so he has yeah. to actually put them back in, right? So yeah. uh <laughs> his
1: armpit sweat, he's been giving her
0: Yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, and then, the, and then the volcano starts to erupt. Uh I and, like, just like that
1: she's like a mountain has seemed to appeared, or perhaps a volcano. And then it erupts. And she it goes, erupts. In fact, it was a volcano. It is a, a volcano. Fascinating. fascinating. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's so great.
2: Yeah, so calm. Um,
0: and then back on here, so they want to get back at um, what's his name again? The the guy uh, Dirk. They want to get Dirk. back. At Dirk. <laughs> Um, Dirk Diggler, um, for the, the hazing. They're, they're convinced that they were hazed on that, that isolated chip. So they want to haze him back. So they set up a trap here that when he comes through the door, he's <laughs> going to get stuck in the ala moraine, like, uh, <laughs> simulation, you know? Um, they have it all rigged up here and, and they're going to stick him with the, with the Betazoid, um, uh, gift box too, just for extra, mm. like, <laughs> so it,
2: ultimately that, that- when they said that, that reminded me... I don't know if you guys are familiar with the old website Newgrounds, but there was a series of cartoons called like Beelzebub's Torture or something, and there was a a specific torture of this guy who would die. He'd go into the afterlife. He would go through all of these tortures and pretend they were cool, and then they just put him in a room with a couch, and he thought it was cool. But there was a little doll head on the very top of the room out of reach, and all it would say is, what you talking about, Willis? Over and over and over, and just basically doing an infinite amount, driving this man insane. I'm assuming mm-hmm. none, other, none of you have seen this. I haven't here.
0: seen it, but I can imagine. I can follow what you're what you're describing. Yeah, yeah. I, it,
2: that, that was my mindset. I'm like, oh man, that's that box is just going to torture anybody that it goes in with, <laughs> and it kind of does.
0: Uh, it seems to do that to Rutherford. Um, yeah. Anyway, so they get the, they get the whole thing, but then they run into Dirk right after that, and Dirk gives this story. About how when he was a child he was stuck in one of those alamarain games for a month and it it, <laughs> it uh, scarred him, you know, gave him a whole trauma. You know, he starts crying. Um, he never got off a of Shab One. He never Very got well. out of Shab One. I was
2: stuck there. These stupid
0: games. I couldn't figure my way out of it. alamarain <laughs> um, alamarain Count to four. You know, even so, this. But we find out that this is all part of the ruse. Yeah, this is all BS, but you know, he's playing them. Uh, mm. but it seems sincere. Anyway, so so Mariner goes, "Okay, I'll go because they want to talk about um Tellerite Slop Jazz. Um because <laughs> apparently that's what Dirk's really into.
1: <laughs> I want to hear it. I think yeah. I'd be into it.
0: Tellerite Slop Jazz, yeah. Seems yeah. like you're Anyway, so so Mariner keeps him busy while um Tendy uh, and Rutherford try to like undo the prank that they've set up back down here with the volcano. Uh, and Boimler he's trying to still uh pull out the, all these batteries. I, this is before Talin. This is I think this is right when Talin's like you need to stop trying to do everything yourself and use your team here. Uh yeah, so- she
1: she eventually, she was making suggestions the whole time. Right? Eventually she, she just she's like Mr. Boimler, listen to your crew. There's you will you but- will listen to your crew.
0: But yeah. yeah, she. But he's he's supposed to be in command here. So, uh, you know, she she's like, your promotion was not random. You you know, because he he's struggling with the fact that like he used to be the same rank as them, and now what what? Why should he give the orders? But she's like, because you got promoted because you did this and this, you know, and you earned it. And he kind of comes around on this, and you need to use your team, just like how Ransom trusted in you to promote you, you need to trust in them. Uh, so he seems to heed this advice and go with it um and so yeah he starts he he goes with the new thing he says something uh funny here where he's like come on team we need to put our lives at risk and like Dylan's like that's not really what i meant or something but <laughs> anyway so she starts handing out he starts handing out the assignments to uh all the different characters meanwhile back on the ship um on the Cerritos, it's like the show
1: where she's just like look at your crew and they're just like kicking away little fireballs. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, there's, I think you're being back here.
1: yeah, but he's just oh, yeah, like, saying, oh! <laughs> get out of here, fireball. Anyway, yeah, they're... Great.
0: There's, there's a bunch of lower deckers as well, but you know. <laughs> uh, lower deckers
1: are the coolest.
0: They are. Anyway, Tendi is... Uh, her part in trying to undo things is actually to finish the assignment they were given by scanning all of those memory chips. Because believing that this was not a hazing ritual that this was actually something that needed to be done so she goes on like um hardcore mode here uh, and then we'll so just rutherford
2: ryan ninja skills and just starts beep, beep, beep,
0: beep. yeah what did she say like uh, in on the ryan culture when they have a hazing ritual they have some kind of like battle or something oh, uh or?
2: yeah they just have a blindfold saber fight or something that blind- we true. have a blindfolded <laughs> saber fight what do you guys do yep. <laughs>
0: Uh, rutherford is, is trapped t- he he tries to undo the 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 trap but ends up ending up in the trap himself uh <laughs> and gets put into the Allen moraine game you know uh the phaser goes off and then it shoots his box out of <laughs> <and then> the- <laughs> trap what a trap <laughs> and he ends up there you know really uh good. that was good stuff um that of course you know stuff. we said we knew this was coming in the season because it was in the, the trailer but it was really funny
2: was uh it's like a badass where is it move along home
0: a la moraine a moraine count to four he's like oh no
1: uh, you have one. made it to Chef for... He's like, ah, I
0: know. Just, come on, come on. I know, and then he starts yes. eating the food. And <laughs> <runs it. laughs> Dirk and uh, yeah, so they we're kind of intercutting between with, with like Dirk and uh, Mariner, but yeah, he's doing the, all like the things from that episode. <laughs> Remove the It's just so
1: slow, and he's in such a hurry. <laughs> maybe we're <laughs> meant to
0: do. Maybe we're meant to do something. You know, uh, I think I think that's like from one of the original like quotes I have in like the game. Maybe we're meant to do something. Uh, I know I have that somewhere um, move along, move, move along, along we up here with like the waddle guy starts like eating the food and uh, Look felt, at those felt. mutton chops. <laughs> uh, yeah, well that's why we, we, that's why we got Kevin to play this guy in the uh, radio theater because they just had a, a similar mustache. <laughs> we didn't know you then, Murphy, so no, uh, you know, but move so. along. Uh, so he's like whatever you know and then he's like oh yeah he's always disappointed but apparently philomar did that guy's voice um oh. and then tendy finally founds the broken uh chip uh and smashes it and replaces it job well done all complete there i uh, i think uh, mariner's done talking about slop jazz and the the, the nuances Ooh. here she's just trying to de- de- delay dirk for as long as possible but eventually it that comes out
2: a Point Rutherford actually has
0: to jump off the cliff and die just like in the original episode. He's like and the, the, the box keeps he did. Why did he he could have left the box in that game? He didn't have to even bring that out. <laughs> He's just <laughs> taking
1: it with him the whole time. Yeah, I
0: don't really understand why he felt attached to it. Um and he, <laughs> because so he, ends, he ends up back. Oh, I think maybe this is why he kept it. Because he when he gets back oh, into the right. real world, he has to the, the trap goes off but. again, and he has to, he uses the box to block the phaser uh or something the the the, 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 the picard
1: uh it's the friggin' uh pic- oh it's the, the, the simulation the, thing that put Picard's yeah it's in the, the, the lifetime simulation and the, yeah,
2: yeah and the box inner light
1: in. it's the inner light device
2: that's why he comes out and he's like was that all the simulation yeah he's like was that what an a simu- was, that
1: a, was that a simulated entire lifetime he's oh i like, missed yeah, that sorry he's missed like it. i miss my wife oh. yeah so I they picard inner lighted that box
2: I thought it. I thought it was the the Hollow program from the Voyager episode. He's like, oh, I missed my wife. I thought it was that one for a second, but no. The, wow! I can't believe I didn't put that together. Good catch. Uh,
0: yeah. <laughs> He's so sad there. He doesn't have his his whole life. He's he so, so sad.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is like, give me a flute, a rusticin flute, please. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Where's that when I need it? That just made uh, the episode <laughs> so much better. <laughs> I think we have to almost play that here. <laughs> his
2: face, his face is
1: so like, oh my god.
0: <laughs> the melody. All right, and then uh, beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, Hard. boy. Boy and Blair, yeah, but that, oh yeah, because because uh, Dork has to go meet Miglamu, right? You know, he's like, oh, we're not even meeting here. We're meeting in his room. I didn't need to come here at all. For hours, <laughs> for hours. And then, yeah, brother, thumbs up. Back on not the planet, but down here on the Halo. Um, yeah, they're, they're 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 putting these batteries in or whatever, and trying to get this thing rebooted so they can stop the you know the destruction all around them. Um, Call, or Freeman calls uh, over to Boimler and tells him he has to reboot the, the core or something. And um, and he, you know, they said we have to get out of Everybody here. Everybody out, of course, as the great commander uh, Boimler is. He orders everyone out. He's going to sacrifice himself in the great pursuit of this noble cause. The emergency. More like accept
1: it. the potential of that danger. Like sure. he's still hoping to get out. He's just like, if yeah. someone has to go, it might as well just be one of us. Yeah, you. he's
0: not. He's not like. Um, uh, what's his name on Enterprise? Um, Malcolm, uh, who always wants to die. So yeah, Malcolm always wants to die. Malcolm always, Malcolm's like, we're going to die. We just, just accept it. It,
1: it. it runs in the Reed line. He wants to be like his uncle.
0: Yeah, he wants to die, like drowning on a ship or something. Um, For your water, my, my uncle. Yeah, but Boimler manages to do it. He gets the whole thing uh, deactivated and rebooted, but in the process, he gets kind of blown up, and then he comes. he gets blown out here and uh he's Dude, that pretty swerved me i was
2: really <laughs> surprised i was like oh he's got to turn it off And just like and i was like oh and then he when he flies out and the way like animated him hitting the ground i was like that was pretty hard and it looked like it hurt a lot yeah <laughs> the and funny thing then... is the
1: delay like it
2: must have just shot him like <laughs> 600 <laughs> feet in the air because
1: it's like this very long delay and then <laughs> he just lands yeah. in front of it <laughs> it's like, so unexpected
0: geez yeah until then just like the
1: lieutenant junior grade first mission mortality rate appears to be accurate it's accurate
0: (laughs) (laughs) and all the i like how all the ensigns are crying for boybler it's amazing (laughs) i like how it sort of
1: like reinvents the red shirt thing too it's like it's not about what color shirt you wear it's about your rank it's like if you're a lieutenant junior grade you're just you're screwed (laughs)
0: You want to get out of that (laughs) wreck as soon as possible Yeah, exactly. Uh, But okay So let's talk about his near death scene here Or him like in the purgatory or whatever the hell this was So you know he wakes up Here Uh, Yeah it was near
1: death because he was about to be accepted By the koala at the center I guess that's
0: the black mountain
1: No remember don't you remember last season Where there was the koala Like the guy transcends Because he's like he's the transcension guy Yes. Kind of. So the Ascension of. guy, and then he ascends and he's just like, Why is the universe on the back of a koala? What what is he staring at? What does it mean? You know <laughs> so the universe is on the back of a koala in the Star Trek universe. Okay. So, so Boimler just saw that koala for the first time.
0: Uh but like don't you remember like Shaq's talking about the Black Mountain?
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. that mountain that window you yeah. mean. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that's uh, the Black Mountain for sure. Sorry, I didn't Why is you were talking
0: about. What can I I can never why, find
2: is yeah, why is the koala smiling? What, what does, does he know? know?
1: Yeah, that's definitely the Black Mountain. So he he almost got there. Okay, so death is the first thing that happens. And then oh wait, you do know about the Black Mountain, right? Uh, the what now? The Black Mountain is a spiritual battleground. Your soul goes. Where are you
0: at? <laughs> it's a spiritual battleground. B- great, <laughs> great
1: callback that is.
0: Yeah. Uh he's looking at there, and then suddenly that koala There's is the koala. there yeah the koala and he says hey koala and then it's just like staring at him (laughs) and smiling what does he know what does he know i i don't know i don't trust him for a second Uh, i bet you if you were
2: to play this audio backwards and either speed it up or slow it down you'll probably figure out what they're saying yeah uh
0: and then boimler gets revived here uh, much to the he's like, but he's like
1: so burnt up. He should be in such pain. He's like, yeah, he's, he's burnt <laughs> to a crisp.
2: Doctor Tiada's like, wow, that actually worked. It's like, holy shit, that worked. Yeah, <laughs> give, me an, give me another give me
0: another shot of Three whatever that worked that
2: last time. Yeah. Oh yeah, Four CCs, Four CCs of
1: whatever that worked. is worked. that worked. Oh, you know <laughs> I got that. Boop. Yeah, that's good. Give me thirty CCs of whatever just worked a minute ago. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I, oh, know. It's
0: like she I love the ransom thing, thing here, too. Well done, Mr. Boimler. You never forget your first death. Only more and more dangerous missions from here on out. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, and she's like, you know, Give you the hell out of here. Give me 30 cc's, whatever the hell just worked. And to finish up the episode, the Cerritos wrapping up, the lower deckers having a drink in the lounge. Um, talking about. I like how Kayshawn like just, just walked by. You know, just like yeah, we threw him in the episode. <laughs> He's always around. Uh, it feels like a real ship, you know. Sometimes it feels like I'm like I know these people. Um, anyway, so they're having a drink uh, there, and then like we get the reveal that uh, they actually were being hazed by Dirk the whole time. Ransom put them up to it. Uh, and George's later Starbucks. night shift. Later night shift. Starbucks. Starbucks sucks.
1: You can find better in your neighborhood. I'm sure of
0: it. They have Tim Hortons where you are.
1: That's even worse. I know. Well,
0: they're both bad. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, they send Lancelot at uh, Rutherford here, and he freaks out, and there's a big laugh here to end the episode. And that wraps up the plot of the story. Uh, And so, guys, um, let's see if there's any trivia to be had on this episode in the Cradle of Vexelon. Not too much, but here. Larry Niven's work are reflected in this episode. The Corazonia megastructure is from the Ringworld series. The Kazinti character uh, of Ensign Taylor is from the Tales from Known Space. Who is Larry Niven? Uh, While Ensign Taylor has appeared in the previous episodes of Star Trek Lower Decks, this is the first time his name is used. Okay, and uh, we also have the first time that Taylor and Dirk are identified in dialogue for the first time. Uh we of course saw like that whatever you call that Bayzoid gift box, which I can't re- <laughs> is that the first time Luxana Troy shows up? Is that back yeah. in like season one yeah. so yeah, like there's a few things uh that that were referenced here, but overall, it, the episode's mostly about Boimler learning to be even more confident He's he's, he's, he's you know, the, I like how these characters are growing and not just staying sort of locked as ensigns I, I really appreciate that, and like I being like down that- like new.
1: You know, the show's going to end when they become lieutenants cause then they're or, not lower or deck, even
0: captains, you know,
1: or, oh, geez. No, I don't, I think it'll be lieutenants as soon as they leave that... the lower decks.
0: Well, when do you leave the lower deck? When
1: is it when you're, when you're a full lieutenant,
0: a full lieutenant, you're out. Okay. Yeah, Full Let's lieutenant, throw.
1: you get your own room.
0: But I think uh, a lieutenant junior grade, you have to stay that rank for like five years or something. So it's oh, good. well, good. Well, Data says that in one episode, he's like, "You have to spend six years as an ensign and a couple years as a lieutenant Mm -hmm. junior grade." So, uh, which presumably he did, and then he stayed a lieutenant commander for twenty years. But uh, (laughs) who's to say? All right. Well, guys, let's get into our ratings um, and figure out. Though his
1: program may omit ambition,
0: (laughs) Um, exactly. Uh, All right. So. In the cradle of Vexilon, um, I would give this episode a solid 8.5. I liked it. I didn't love
2: it. It was okay.
1: 8.5 is pretty great. <laughs> um,
2: yeah, I honestly, I was I was thinking like 6.5 for me. But then when Davin pointed out the whole inner light uh, thing, and I pumped it up to 7.5. So that's what I'm giving it. 7.5? Yeah. Okay. And
0: Devon, give this one an eight. Is it an eight? We're averaging an eight <laughs> with that. Is that one eight and a half? And uh, Sam gives yeah. it an eight. Yeah, Sam gives it an eight. Uh, IMDb Which is currently giving ups? this episode as of right now an uh, eight. A, a 7.6. Close. Oh. Um, and so with how many votes? 62. So there's still early. We'll see if that changes in time. But um, I'm going to put Boimler as the focus of this one. Yep. Boimler and... Um... To Lynn. And, and to Lynn. Yeah, yeah. All right. Boimler and to Lynn. All
1: stuff is science stuff. All, all stuff too. is science
0: stuff technically. Um, all right, well, guys, um, do we have the, do? Does anyone know the name of the next episode yet? Has that been announced? Oh, here it uh, is. Yeah, the whole season's out. Something borrowed, something green is the next episode. Hmm. Orion I'm, episode. It's got to be an Orion episode, I think.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I bet you. If if, I bet you it's that. If you've seen the trailer, there's that one clip where Mariana um, gets a knife in her shoulder yeah. at a bar. I bet <laughs> you that's the episode.
1: Orion yeah. wedding, calling it now. Something borrowed, something green. It's an Orion wedding. She's is Tandy getting plans. married, or do you think she's Tendi's just going to. She's supposed to marry somebody. Because she's the mm-hmm. mistress of the Winchester constellations. So there's got to be is. some strings attached to that label. I imagine. So,
0: yeah. Well, I. Changed marriage. Could be. Yep. Okay, so, but attendee-focused episode. Attendee-focused episode at the very least, it seems like, is coming up next. So that should be fun. Um, we'll, we'll be mm-hmm. back in one week to talk about that. And what else we got going on here, guys? Live Long and podcast, all kinds of Star Trek podcasts. Uh, Davin, you've most recently done Debate 9. You've had... Yep. You did
1: debates a... are science stuff. Trivia right. is science stuff. All things are science stuff. And that's in, what we do. Everything's in the science division. Yep, everything.
0: Everything. Uh, and Luke Heders and Trek had their uh, season finale on their audio format of audio podcasts came out uh, about a month ago.
1: Yep, yep, yep. And I got the uh, I just finished putting together the collection of our little skits at the end of for the uh, of the each episode and uh, so Plain Simple Tailor's Volume 2 will be out tomorrow.
0: Oh, yeah, great. The Adventures we'll... of Plain
1: Simple Tailor's.
0: Very cool. And then in our command division,
1: Corps, where we head to Glorning Core at warp three point four.
0: And then in our command division, we are going to be we continue our coverage of Star Trek Enterprise, uh, season four. Uh, we're uh, down up to episode ten, I think. Uh, so we only got to another twelve or so uh, before we wrap that up. And then we'll come back to D Space Nine. I know Sam, you were asking about that the other night. Uh, when will D Space Nine? Once we finish Enterprise, I think we'll we'll put Enterprise back, or we'll put D Space Nine back on the slate, and we'll finish season seven. Maybe bringing in Adam and some of those other guys uh, from the Enterprise podcast to help us uh, you know, make sure we have a, a bigger bench. Uh, Let's see if through. I
2: can catch up in time. I'm like in season three. I'm just about to watch the um, Civil Defense episode.
0: Yeah, well, you have to get through three more seasons. Attention but, yeah. Bajoran workers. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's that episode.
0: Yeah, that's a good one. We I remember we gave that one a pretty good one. Uh, attention, Bajoran workers, or that 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 podcast, uh, Dav or Kevin and Ashley called themselves the Bajoran workers, and it, uh, <laughs> and then we kept calling them that for to the point where I made uh, Ashley's character Bajoran in Star Trek Online. Um, Amazing.
2: <laughs> yeah. Where is it? God,
0: God. Oh, do I not no, have?
2: Sam, I haven't seen DS Nine. I'm just watching it now. Yeah. yeah.
1: Majoran workers, your attention, please. There you
0: go. All right. Well, uh, check your out... Your rebellion
1: I'm, will fail, and you re- will fa- all be killed. Or you can go back to your rooms and be good.
0: <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, so, okay. So, we have all kinds of things going on here on Live Long and Podcast. Of course, uh, other uh, things coming up in the near future. Check, check the schedule, guys. Check your local listings. United Federation of Podcasts is also uh, a bigger network of podcasts that, you know, Myself and, and Chris and Davin are all part of, along with Jameel Robinson, it includes a bunch of different channels like Super Mater Brothers podcast, where we talk about uh, different reality shows and sometimes Marvel and different things, mostly TV focused over there. Um, right now, brothers. we are brothers.
2: We are brothers. We are brothers. Ba, ba, ba. And we'll, be
0: co- we'll be on tonight covering the um, week six eviction of Big Brother 25 So and, and Survivor season. 45 coming up in two weeks guys we're gonna have our draft our whole new cast there's a canadian in this cast it's very exciting um and uh no Uh, no (laughs) no Mm x-rated the x-men the animated review show with uh, david and andre on tuesdays talking about the uh the x-men the animated series and uh interviewing that's what we do
1: we've got four episodes left of the of the animated series, we've well, got I guess Aniborum. you'll just have to keep doing more
0: interviews. Then you know, once you run. Out well, of we're medicine.
1: gonna do more interviews, and you know, we're gonna review the X Men movies. Andre's idea; it's gonna be me being all of them, probably. Yeah, yeah, well, we've got time. It's not coming out till next year. The new series, so yeah, that's really go. we'll find ways. We'll we'll play some games. We'll do some things. I want to do an X Men uh, radio theater, so I gotta bring in the uh, Star oh, Trek radio. That'll theater. that'd be fun! For like X Men yeah. radio theater.
0: Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. We're read uh, gra- like a
1: comic book and play the characters.
0: And stuff. Graphic yeah. histories. Speaking of comic books, with Andre Mayette, an audio format podcast where you, he interviews people from comic books, but also movies and TV and different people he's met in entertainment. Uh, check that out. Hold up a movie podcast that's uh, Davin and uh, Murphy's baby, where they talk about three movies. I think we got season two premiere coming up soon, October uh, something, right? I'm going to be on that one. Uh,
2: early October, October 4th, yep. or something. Like that.
0: October fourth. Yeah. I think we're talking space movies, including Get Apollo thirteen. In space. So that's going to be good. An American astronaut, we're calling that one. Yes, <laughs> three American astronauts. Um, yeah. And uh, Eamon on track. I, I believe Davin's going to be on that podcast talking about the uh, uh, some kind of a jazz album, Eamon told me today. Uh,
1: well, yeah, we're going to <laughs> be this reviewing SMV Thunder. Tenorite no, Slap Jazz? No, it's freaking slap bass is what it is. It's Marcus Miller, Victor Wooten, Stanley Clark. It's SMV. It is like if you could get the best three musicians on the planet from any instrument and put them on an album together or on a stage together, it never happens. It happens here. It happens.
2: You know what? I'm going to have to get Thunder. on that. I'm gonna to have to get onto another episode of Eamon's show so I can, you know, give him something nice, modern, and tasty. Get him, get him out of these. Sure, he'll appreciate that. that. You guys have been pulling him through day after day.
0: I'm, mean, I'm exposing him to great music,
2: guys. Like, I don't know what you're I'm talking the
0: only about. one
1: exposing him to great music. Well, we
2: all have our opinions. So he, the good thing is he likes it all. I'm the so only it's... one that's got a 10 out of 10 album. So uh...
0: you're, you're the only one who got a perfect album. That's true. So, check out Aiming On Track, a great ch- uh, channel and podcast. Uh, Trivial Debates is another one we have coming up on September 23rd. Jody Simpson hosting a Transformers themed episode along with yep. Transformers. three buddies of mine.
2: Yeah. Bobby, Brad,
0: <laughs> we, got, we got
1: Bobby Victory, we got Brad Jones, and we got Daryl Wall, my comic purveyor.
0: There you go uh and then the hellbound podcast back from hiatus alex blackburn and michael chan uh where they talk about horror in audio format uh check out their podcast um and uh, those are all our shows guys so thanks for being with us tonight and thanks for uh staying around um all right and i need something to to go out on here oh i know what it is I'm not a jazz person. That's what we'll, we'll leave you tonight. Okay, see everyone. See you next time, everyone. Live long and podcast.
2: I'm so glad Maybe we didn't get out. Dirk sucked into the game. The guy seems traumatized. He's working on it, though. Under that grouchy exterior, is a guy just trying to find some peace?
0: I wish you could find it without sending me all these jazz albums. I like them and it's bugging me. I am not a jazz person.
1: Nope. Everyone's I a mean jazz person.